0: CHAPTER Five of The Last of the Vikings by Johan Boyer TRANSLATED by Jesse Muir This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Five. Cornelis Goumon was less fortunate than the others, for he could not possibly get up to the little mountain farm and back again in time, so we wandered about alone, where everyone else was asleep and the lights were out. He had a few drams in his head, and he whistled or sang as he walked. The frosty road was beneath his feet, and the starry sky above his head, and why should he not sing? He might, of course, go and visit some girl in an attic, but he thought of his half-blind father at home and of his little sister. God alone knew whether they would have enough food for the whole winter. And then, too— "'There was a girl at a large farm away in the north "'who thought he was sincere in his intentions "'and that he was the son of a rich man. "'Well, well, 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 "'there was plenty to think about on a night like this "'before you start on a voyage and are out singing "'and trying to make the time pass. "'At Miran, where Christaver and Maria slept in the bed against the south wall, Kristavir woke in the middle of the night, and a little while after he said softly, "'Are you crying, Maria?' "'Oh, no. You mustn't be so unhappy about it.' He was just dropping asleep again when he felt her arms about his neck. "'It'll be so sad for me when you're gone.' "'Oh, well, but you're so clever. You'll get on all right.' And you're taking them with you. Now it's Lars, and next it'll be Oluf, one after the other. You're taking them away. You're taking them away. What could Kristaber say to this? They disagreed on this point, but in all else Maria was the best of wives, and toiled from morning till night, only sometimes with a look of fear in her eyes. Her arms were around his neck now and she did not quite agree with him again, but it would all come right, for Maria was the best of wives. Toward morning heavy steps were heard going down to the beach, and the lanterns appeared again, for now the men were off. It was much earlier than people generally rose, but the wives had wrapped themselves up well in woolen shawls, and went down with their husbands. There was a black frost, and the wind was easterly, and the falling snow was hard like hail. The sea-fire flashed in blue phosphorous flames beneath the iron heels of the men walking down the beach. The little boats rowed out, and, "'Good-bye!' and, "'A prosperous voyage!' were said over and over again. But at the last moment a headman would recollect something for which he must row ashore. Maria was standing with the other wives upon the beach. Beritilla was there too, for it was too dark for anyone to see the bruises on her face. The wind was icy, but they would not go in quite yet, and wrapped their shawls closer and stamped their feet to keep warm. It was just light enough for Maria to see Lash in his seaman's outfit, busying himself with something in the bow of the boat. Then Kristavr climbed back over the roof of the aft cabin to put on the steerage, and then crept forward again, and dropped into the headman's place on the seat, turning his face to the land and to her, but without saying anything. Let go! There was a sound of wet rope against an iron ring as the grapnel was hauled in. A block screeched, and the broad, heavy, square sail was hoisted up the mast and, filling with wind, was fastened obliquely across the boat. And the seal moved, and began to glide slowly out into the bay. "'Good-bye, Goodbye, Good-bye, Lash! And good-bye!' cried many wives on the beach as they took off the kerchiefs that covered their heads and waved them in farewell. Kristaver was now a headman, who swung the tiller above his head, and looked after everything on board. But he nevertheless waved his southwester vigorously and shouted, "Goodbye!" A gust of wind flung dark streaks across the bay. The seal heeled over, and the water foamed at her bow and in her wake, and the red pennon fluttered at the masthead. Maria looked at it, and her face brightened, She had made it out of the material that was to have been a petticoat for herself, and she had embroidered Christavers initials upon it with blue thread. Those who stood on the shore began to turn along the beach, as if trying to keep up with the boats, and the last thing that Maria saw as the seal disappeared in the frosty haze was a Southwester waved from the stern as the topsail was hoisted. End of chapter 5